Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. So, welcome to episode three of the Teaching podcast following on from last week where we started to discuss quality monitoring and we kind of acknowledged that that was a massive topic and a massive subject so we decided to break it down last week we talked about performance reviews or performance review panel um, or quality monitoring meetings whatever people call them Um, and we started to delve into what they were about and, and what we thought about them so this week we're going to follow on from that and talk um, about walkthrough observations and again causes lots of debate when you raise the issue of observations but it's something that I've been involved with this last week and want to kind of lay out my thoughts and my feelings around walkthrough observations because I think they're significant in creating a culture of excellence which is kind of my little um, strap line, if you like. So, um, Jade, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm looking forward to um, the week coming up, and um, I've had some, an, you know, a really interesting week. Last week, we had the first start of our SAR validation process, um, mm-hmm. which we all start with the support areas. I know that not all colleges get their support areas to self-assess, so actually, um, it might be something quite different. um, normal practice but we have all areas so catering HR um, health and safety you know every everyone presents their SARS and I just find it a really really interesting part of the year I absolutely love it actually just sitting and (laughs) listening to all the good stuff that goes on in a college that you don't ever get to find out day to day um, you know and how well some areas are performing um, that aren't the curriculum areas so yeah I just yeah really love it it was I wouldn't say a challenging environment I'm trying to think of the word it wasn't um it was still a positive nice supportive environment but definitely some grades and some justifications of grades were <laughs> um were talked about and, and discussed and <clears throat> kind of the evidence had to be really really clear and if there were like external um matrices available to kind of justify why you know there were a certain grade say for leadership and management or whatever it was quality of function then um you know we were really pushing for that so uh, yeah I did very much enjoy it <laughs> yeah I think um it's something that we can come back to actually about SARS um I obviously our um colleges have slightly different time frames so you've just completed yours and I am currently just working on um, mine uh, so mine is only due in another um, few weeks so yeah I think once that's done once we've both been through that process um, we'll be able to create a podcast episode on it no doubt yeah because I, I yeah yeah lots I think, of um lots of interesting things that came up in mine yeah, yeah I'd like to discuss so that yeah great. definitely okay so let's talk about walkthrough observations um my week um, was a bit of a crazy one um, <laughs> in that I managed Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday at work and then Thursday wrote my car off. So um, I had three days at work and um, I was mainly involved in uh, 
spending some time in the departments so being in a new post in a new college I've been really keen to spend uh, between half a day and a full day with all the different curriculum areas just getting to know what they're about and seeing what you know goes on in the classrooms and talking with managers about teaching learning improvements and plans and what happens in the departments how uh, advanced practitioners are used and so I spent some time with um, a couple of different departments actually and yeah that was really interesting doing the walkthroughs and then it got me thinking about this whole approach in terms of using walkthroughs um, for improving teaching and learning so I suppose um, I was quite interested actually Jade to ask you about when you were teaching and your um experience of walkthrough observations yeah um so when I was teaching um I've taught at two colleges previous to coming to this college and I've never actually taught at the college that I'm at at the moment Mm -hmm. so I've always been in the quality department here um so the first college I was at this would have been back starting kind of 2005 six ish Mm -hmm. um and actually it was quite an informal walkthrough process which I really really liked so yeah. it was quite common practice first of all because of um, the financial kind of situation at the time it was quite often that we would team teach um, okay. so you would have more than one tutor in a room often you know especially if there were big groups which was a really lovely kind of luxury to have yeah that I know isn't um, available now but that that provided some really good peer kind of observation and um discussion and because you were actually naturally in and out of of classrooms a lot more with other tutors so um our doors actually tended to be open um so they there was like a nice hum about the place um so managers quite liked it if your door was open and you could they could just pop through and walk past and it was yeah there was quite open areas as well so there was like workshop areas that were open in the library that you had to kind of walk through so it did it did feel quite um just a natural kind of place and there wasn't um if they were in the lead up to say Ofsted or anything like that they kind of stepped up more formal processes okay but actually in between um it just felt quite natural and yeah I never minded it was quite quite open um the second college I actually went to was um a lot more formal um to the point where walkthrough if you were on a walkthrough so I was actually part of the team that did walkthroughs yeah um they had a different lanyard to wear when they were on a walkthrough oh you literally would put your walkthrough lanyard on so that if you were walking around the college everyone knew they're on walkthroughs you know so I'm not sure how you know what the thought behind that was but I think um and it was all about which again was really crazy was that um there was it was all um so any good practice you saw any areas for improvement or anything that you saw you did record it did go back and get centrally um, recorded Mm. however it was known um no names and no one got feedback so there would only be general feedback go to a whole department so again there were some different ways and obviously they were trialing things and seeing what worked and seeing trying to trying to work with what people you know I think the thought was well you know, look, this is how much it's not about performance. We're just trying to get a general feel. Yeah. So therefore you won't even get feedback on yours because your feedback would just go with everyone else's and we'll just look at trends. Yeah. So I kind of get, I understand yeah, sure. maybe the thought behind it, but I don't think it actually then helped staff to improve. It was more about gathering a picture. Yeah. And um, and this is for me where so. I've, I've kind of... Um, 
maybe just created you know my version of what I think really helps staff um there are the challenges that staff still feel quite nervous um, when people are in the room but I think the more that you build the momentum and and you build the culture of support I think it can have a really significant effect on the quality of teaching and learning so my experience of walkthroughs have been you know relatively um supportive in that I wasn't worried about people coming in the room and people were quite interactive and kind of you know um you know would would come in and just acknowledge and and have a wander around and see what was happening and this is kind of in all um posts that I've held yeah um but then I'd say the common theme is that I didn't really get any individual feedback nobody took it up with me to say oh this was good that was not great or or have a, a professional discussion with me about it so I was kind of always left with a little question mark of was that okay or not and I kind of always went with the well I'm guessing if it was really bad I would know about it um (laughs) you know but that doesn't that doesn't maximize um progression or maximize quality I think so Mm -hmm. um in terms of the approach that I'm trying to develop I do think walkthroughs are a, a real key component to building a culture of excellence. I'm not quite sure how to prove it yet, um, but I do have this sort of a real knowing that if we if we get the pitch right to that, we can significantly change what happens in a classroom or improve what happens in a classroom. So yeah, and that's that's something of the, um, the college that I'm at. We're really trying to build on our walkthrough culture because. There is a feeling that if you can crack that and if you can make that as um, effective as possible, then you've got a real chance of like helping people develop their um, teaching skills. Yeah. And for me, you know, it's really important that we know what the students are experiencing from a quality point of view this is um i yeah. think it's really important that we see if and how learning is taking place and we're not waiting till the end point to de- to see if if we've got achievement or um you know uh, looking at um progress made by students and also i think it's really important that we're talking to students regularly um so not just in student forums and not in the, you know, the common places that we talk to students, but just every day in the lessons, are they happy? Yeah. What are they learning? Because um, there will be a, a lot of students who actually won't um, ever put themselves forward yes. for kind of class rep positions and they won't even talk up if a class rep is asking, right, is there anything anyone wants to take forward? So Definitely. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. Um, and we don't ever get 100% of surveys completed no. either. So you, you'll always pick, have some that slip through the net. Otherwise. Yeah. So I think um, the point of that and gather, the point of ga- gathering that information is really important. But for me, it's about making sure that as managers, as quality team, um, we're communicating that with the staff to explain what the point is. And then all managers are communicating the same messages around walkthroughs. So, you know, communicating the message that they are supportive, communicating the rationale and the tone uh, around walkthrough observations. Um, And also 
explaining how that contributes to this culture of excellence because otherwise I think that's when you end up with staff fearing yeah fearing people coming into the classroom I think part of it I have seen though that um where people are, are worried sometimes they have to go through and experience it before they get past the worry so the worry doesn't just disappear if you say there's nothing to worry about um so it is about I think for me one of the key things is is managers curriculum heads program managers and really reiterating the point of and the purpose of walkthrough observations yeah not and that them having um like a consistent approach to them so that kind of standardized um like you know, making sure that whatever discussion takes place afterwards, you know, happens the same for everyone. So yeah. everyone gets that same consistent experience yeah. as, a, as a teacher of, of walkthroughs. I think then the communication in staff rooms and things is a lot more positive. Definitely. And I, for me, if heads are communicating the, the key messages as well as the quality team, it doesn't make it two different agendas then we're all you know the agenda is the same which is about supporting staff to make sure teaching and learning is the best it can be for the students and their experience so yeah I think it's important that we're communicating those messages for me I think it's really important to have clear messages established at the beginning of the year about all things teaching and learning and these would be one of them so this is where both quality teams managers heads of areas you know can really uh, make sure there's some clarity around the key messages and drivers of teaching and learning uh, for the year I think yeah. what's really important is to build an open door culture and that means walkthroughs being at any time not staged the regular the supportive and I know we had a little chat before but for me it's about not having particular themes I, I yeah. quite like just going in and observing all things teaching and learning at all times um so yeah I think it's important that there isn't themes although I know some people would disagree with that yeah it's hard because if you if you focused on um you want you want to analyze the the information coming in for a particular reason then I kind of understand why you would want a theme Mm -hmm. however if you're just trying to gather a picture on the teaching learning practices as a whole Mm. then I think that you could miss some really really key say good you know area areas for improvement or some good practice that may be relating to a theme that you're not actually meant to be looking at and then you know you can't comment on it or you can't um kind of have that discussion on it too much because you're meant to be focusing on something else so I think that if you just look at what naturally occurs and so that people don't end up shoehorning things into lessons that might not necessarily naturally occur in that lesson um then you get a, a much more accurate um, overall picture yeah I think gathering rich data and I think if you have a theme sometimes it can skew that information like you said and it can you can end up focusing on something and maybe missing something else um mm-hmm. however I also appreciate that you might focus on one thing but but not exclude everything else so yeah uh, but in doing that aren't you just looking at everything anyway 
you know mm-hmm. so it's really interesting uh, for me I think it's important to be looking at all things teach and learn in, in a classroom um as many yeah. things as wide a picture as possible what I would say is at times if you're working with a team to improve a specific thing so for example if you're focusing on um stretch and challenge if you're if you've been doing work in your team to improve that for the last few weeks and um you want to make sure that people are implementing some of those things it might be that you have a little bit of a focus but like i said you're not excluding everything else well that would lead on to how we were talking about um the closing of the loop so if you were that would maybe come as a result of a general general walkthroughs then some kind of focus cpd on um what was found in those walkthroughs and then a re kind of walkthrough process to then see the impact of that training so you could use it like we talk a lot about closing the loop on professional development and how um you know data from walkthroughs and observations and performance reviews and everything kind of actually gets followed through 100% and I think that's where for me the threading of a the threading of that loop and closing that loop you know and getting that joined up approach to all of these things is really important for a team and the individuals in that team to be clear about how to move things forward um i don't think it happens as well if you've got lots of separate processes and things being commented on all the time so yeah like you said closing the loop we would so one of the things i did this week which was really nice actually did the walkthroughs monday and tuesday I welcomed all individuals to make an appointment with me to discuss it on an individual basis. So mm-hmm. I will um, use a bit of a coaching approach there, you know, think of a couple of key questions that would start that discussion um, in a in a reflective way. And then um, on the Wednesday, I presented the generic feedback. So I presented what was working quite well, or what was or what was working well, and I presented what work wasn't working well. And um, what was really nice is that as a team, we then explored the what wasn't working quite so well and thought of as many solutions as we could to address those issues. So it became yeah. like a nice, supportive, collaborative discussion about okay, these are the things that I've seen that weren't so great. How can we improve them? And people were bouncing ideas and sharing ideas of how to develop practice so that we avoided those issues, you know, going forwards. Yeah, and I like that as a group exercise, actually, that takes the pressure off or takes the focus off individuals who feel, you know, who might, you know, for them, actually, they can just look at what you were presenting in the terms of what you saw that wasn't working and and identify their own um kind of right yeah that could have probably been me or like I bet they could have picked out what what the strengths and areas to improve were just from what you gave to the yeah and I do think they did some of them and I think it creates that reflective approach and it's not too threatening because actually as individuals they can still come and talk to me about their individual feedback or well discussion um you know and but then as a group it's less threatening and it was a very you know we're in it together let's find the solutions to move forward which is a really nice approach 
so yeah that was great and what was really nice actually is one of the staff unprompted and um, he offered his insight into what had happened that week so he just mentioned that he went straight to because we did joint observations so he went straight to the other person that I observed with um to discuss the lesson and yeah. um, he got some feedback and they discussed a few things that kind of weren't great and they came up with some ideas of what might have made it better so because he was teaching the same lesson um, to another group that week, he then immediately tried something slightly different the next day. And he said there was like a hundred percent improvement in the students understanding what he was getting at. And I thought that was really nice because that is exactly why we do walk through observations. Yeah. That's the whole reason it's not for anything else. It's for just to raise the, discussion to think about solutions for someone to go away and try something different and then for the effects to be that the students improve in their learning so I was was really happy with that that. yeah because from that I think that that's a really confident kind of proactive approach that that tutor took in in terms of going into you know finding out his own feedback and then yes. trying to act on it straight away yeah um, and what I think that we need is like because that's fantastic yeah. practice and that that individual and I think it's now giving everyone the confidence to kind of have that mindset and and not see it as a threat so obviously he saw it as well what did I do what can I do better do you know just that really positive like way of a, a, a approaching yeah. it and I think that if we can get other members of staff to realize you know that that's what the process is about and that goes back to what you were saying about key messages going out and what is the point what do we do with the information that we're gathering um what what's it used for how does it impact back on those members of staff and if they see it that it's all for development purposes or developmental purposes then you know having that approach of right what what can I do better um is what we need to get with all staff because I think that some would really struggle with that yeah and it's it's interesting because I naturally that's my position on things I I kind of I want feedback to then improve but yeah like you say not everybody um you know naturally quite happy yeah to bury the head in the sand and think oh god I just don't want to know (laughs) and it is a bit scary when people are coming in and out of the classroom but ultimately we have to hold on to the reason why we do that which is it's all about improving practice um to make sure the student experience is the best that it can possibly be so it yeah it was you know the culture of excellence that I talk about is reiterating the expectation or the hope that all practitioners, managers and teachers go away and reflect on um, what, you know, what they're doing and be open to receiving feedback and exploring how to improve things. But then go away and try trial new things. Um, try It doesn't have to be big things. It can be really small things. That thing that that person went away and changed was like the smallest thing but actually it made a really significant difference to the students. So I think culture of excellence definitely is about, you know, has that really reflective element to it and being open to just go away and try to improve things, but also then to bring it back and share it because he was quite, you know, quite brave to say, this is how it was for me. This is the feedback I got, but this is the impact that it had. Um, I thought that was really yeah. nice and I was really I was really grateful that you did that so yeah no that was great and and you just we touched on just to finish I think what's um, important is that you mentioned that closing the loop and the training needs 
Um, one yeah. of the things that I'm hoping to do out of that those walkthroughs ne- uh, last week, and I'm hoping to do it, I've got walkthroughs going on, you know, every couple of weeks with different departments now up to uh, up to Christmas. Um, I'm going to create a little summary out of that and disseminate it. So maybe every couple of weeks, I'm just going to be disseminating out to heads of area that constant um, communication about what I'm seeing out there that's working and what, what I'm seeing that isn't you know so great because I think the more we communicate those things and the more we raise the discussion about improving teaching and learning the more momentum we'll gather around that yeah and that really helps to break down silos of of departments where if you're giving out general feedback on you know whole the whole college um and they can identify then again like part of all that reflective process that goes back not just from the individual but from the areas and the assistant heads and heads and people like that is right well what are other areas doing well what do we need to improve what are we doing well that other areas are yeah. you know like and kind of like and it gets that bigger bigger picture then definitely and for me it's about so there's a few different things that I do that with that information one is the area needs to be informed and it's weekly focus on teaching and learning in the team meetings and yeah. then secondly I can then be communicating that out across the college so that we're raising that discussion collectively. Then the other thing is that that will be informing our development days as well. So I can be collecting this information to then say, okay, so for the next development day, these are the common things that are coming through. Let's, um, you know, focus some time on this. Or the other thing, which is, um, and we'll talk about this going forwards in another episode, one of the things I'm about to launch this week is the teaching and learning modules. So rather than having one-off sessions on development days, we're having um, modules where people can sign up to a module on a particular teaching and learning element. And they'll be working on that through term one and term two. So it's like that longer term focus on a specific element of teaching and learning rather than just a snapshot. So what we can then do from the walkthroughs is be signposting people to the right modules. Which yeah. I think... So I do think I think it is the the whole process needs to be meaningful, right from yes. you know the the purpose of completing the walkthroughs to the actual process itself, and then the um any follow up that occurs afterwards. Yeah, it's really important that we're not just going in, seeing things, and walking out again, and nothing happens because I just yeah. don't I think that think gets then us stuff... anywhere. Staff buying and and kind of appreciation of the process then will be a lot more positive. Yeah well we could talk forever and um, i'm just looking at the time so um, hopefully people have got something useful from what we've had a discussion about and we will continue on to raise the awareness of all the different things that we are dealing with and being part of quality and fe so thanks for joining us thanks jade for your um contributions and um, we'll see you next week Thanks for listening to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Leave us a voice message in Anchor. Tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show. Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.